Wow. Wow. A revelation this morning. It's uh, 1050 on Halloween, October 31st. This is Buddy's owner, Arizona Schnoodle Walks. And I just got off the phone. This was not a planned podcast at all. But I think there's something really interesting here. Really interesting. I, and I'm in the middle of an experiment now. So um, just talked to a friend. I've had conversations with him off and on over the last few months, years maybe. And yesterday he called me and I was like at the gym. And I'm like, hey, I'm at the gym. Uh, he's like, okay, well, call me later. You know, call me tomorrow. And he's like, don't, just don't call me when you're walking your dog. <laughs> so, don't, don't call me when you're walking a dog. So I'm like, wow, that's interesting. I'm like, I, I'm like, well, what's the difference? Is there a difference? So, um, and as a podcast listener, maybe you notice a difference. I don't know what it is, right? So, uh, and so I'm, I'm going to finish walking Bud in about 30 minutes or less. And um, I'll even do a shorter podcast, make, make the podcast like 10 or 15 minutes. And, um, and then I'm going to do this test. I'm going to call the guy from my house, put the dog away, sit down in a, car, in a seat chair, give him a call and pick up the conversation. We had like a five minute conversation. He's like, oh, you're walking the dog. I don't want you to be walking the dog. I don't like that. <laughs> so if he doesn't like it on a phone call, you probably don't like it on a podcast either. So we're learning in podcast world, huh? So I I think my conversations are the same whether I'm walking the dog or sitting in my chair. So I think my experience is going to be I don't see any difference whether I'm sitting in my chair in the house talking to someone or if I'm walking the dog. So he explained to me that um, he had a friend a couple years ago that would call him up while he was driving home. He had like an hour drive home from work. And he's like, well, I'll just call call this guy up. So he ended up talking to this guy. And he knew that basically the conversation would just keep going until the the person arrived home. This all makes, it all makes sense now, right? It all makes sense. It's like when, and, and so the environment that people are in makes a difference somehow. I, and it's kind of weird because I'm thinking to myself, I really don't think there's any difference from sitting at home, having a conversation, or walking the dog. But since this is the Walk Your Dog podcast, maybe, maybe you get it. Maybe you have this similar feeling like, you know, this would be a great podcast if if it, if it wasn't, you know, the guy wasn't walking his dog. He just stayed in his um, office or, or fixed somewhere. Because when he's walking his dog, I just feel, I just, I don't know, maybe there's an assumption like, well, I just feel like um, I'm not getting um, attention paid to me. And I'm like, well, this is a podcast, so it isn't a conversation. So maybe that's, maybe that's different. And I can keep doing the walking podcast. 
But again, this is really not a pod. Is it a podcast I'm proud of? Like offering value? Am I giving you the so what and the what now type of presentation? Am I uh, valuing your time? Because I'm, I'm organized and I've got this planned out message. And uh, really, this is kind of just random thoughts, which maybe it's just not freaking interesting because you have your own <laughs> you have your own random thoughts and your own dog walking chores and your own laundry and stuff. So, yeah, and learning through doing. I guess I'm doing this thing right, and maybe it just completely sucks. I mean, I I don't have. The uh, desire to make it like the most listened to podcast. So what is that? What am I learning here? What am I learning? So I, I do watch these. Uh, I may even get a little tired of it, but I watch these guys talk about my football team because it's a little bit of information. There's information exchange, and there's some uh, shared excitement about the past, shared enjoyment about a past event, and there's shared anticipation to the future. Huh, that's interesting. All right, so do we share anything, people, like whoever's listening to the podcast? Do we share some things? We probably do. I mean, it's definitely an eclectic thing I'm doing here. Kind of weird, maybe, probably. But it can be done. So if it can be done, should it be done? Maybe not. If it can be done, should it be done? That and and we have that you know, a couple thousand years ago that question wasn't didn't have to be answered too much. <laughs> right. So the, the fewer choices we have the less, the less we have to uh, think about. For example, for example, like you know, they didn't have the choices we have today. We got so many choices, in so many areas, and they they do say that the sage wise thing is is make your choices wisely, or you know, make good choices. So I'm choosing to do this. I'm choosing to keep talking. And the so what, I suppose, is what are your choices? What choices are you making? Um, there's constraints, of course. I mean, uh, your choices, we, we probably have more choices than we realize, right? Like I <clears throat> I have a choice. I can stop the podcast now and just walk, bud, get home, and think about my future phone calls I need to make and yeah yeah choices so i think i'll do that i'm gonna keep this a really short podcast um i can't i I, it's not appropriate for me to apologize for walking the dog because that's what i do but uh perhaps perhaps there's something to my friend's commentary that he doesn't doesn't like to talk to people while they're driving or while they're walking the dog, 
and it, it seems it's probably in his mind. We're going to find out. I'm going to ask. Um, I'm going to try to take some mental notes about the difference between talking him, talking to him 30 minutes later while sitting in a chair in an office situation. And I just have a feeling in my head. I mean, I'll probably, maybe I'll maybe I'll surprise myself that there actually is a difference. And uh, and part of my gut, soul, spirit, mind is the authenticity. And I know, like you're ninety nine percent of all podcasts, all you know have. The good ones, I guess, the good ones, quote unquote, good ones, are like all focused. They got a narrow focus. They got a niche. They're talking about stuff and it resonates with people. And then they tell people and it grows and grows and grows. This is so random. And um, um, what would you say? Random. It's, it's a mystery about what you're going to get. It's more Forrest Gump, you know. This podcast is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get, right? So it doesn't really drive drive traffic, you know. It's hard to describe what the value is out of this. There is there's value. There's love. There's Because that's what we need anyway, right? We all need some love. But we, and maybe we think that because podcast formats are organized in a way to deliver something, to deliver a message in a structured way. Um, even if the structure is loose, you're still walking away with something. Like, I got the so what, and I got a little bit of now what. And I have to say there's, there's some podcasts that don't even get that. But if they do 10 podcasts a month or something, and seven or eight out of them have really solid um, so what's and now what's, then, um, you know, it's, it's like a variety. It's nice to have a little variety of not having such a format because you get to know the personality of the person doing the podcasting. So I, I, I guess I, the other thing is moodiness, right? Mood. So what kind of mood am I in? I know I'm in a little ruminating mood. And is there a difference between 24 hours ago? And I'm not uh, externally, no. So it's all inside my head, the difference. It's, it's what are the things I'm telling myself um, about my situation, which hasn't changed. 24 hours. I've had a few really small um, experience differences. And I'm, I'm um, uh, specifically my wife's mother is having an outpatient surgery, a minor one. In fact, I just got the news that it was good, so it's good. But, you know, so my wife's not here. She stayed overnight with my mother-in-law to get ready for early morning surgery so the house was a little different the routine was a little different this morning and um, i noticed it and i'm like well it's healthy it's good i, I, mean, I feel good about it. it's like i appreciate 
I mean, it's good to have the space. So my wife and I talk about that, having space. Because probably for the last, I don't know, five months, we've, we've pretty much daily been in each other's face a lot. So if you're listening to this, you have relationships with family members. So there could be a so what in there for you. How much space do you give? Is it, uh, this is just accidental discovery because it wasn't like intentional, planned out and appreciated ahead of time. It was more experiential. Hey, we've got space. Um, and it's kind of good, you know? And there's some more appreciation. Of course, it could be age too, older, things like that, stage of life. Might be this empty nest. They, they talk about that empty nest syndrome a lot. And um, so we got a little empty nest, but and we kind of deny it a bit because, I mean, the kids are so close anyway, right? So is it really empty nest? And technically, yeah, I mean, we're just the two of us in the house. You add a third person, fourth person in the house, you got all kinds of dynamics to deal with. So impacts your emotions and mood, perhaps. So here I am. I'm, I'm journaling this morning. I was journaling for layman. And I had a chuckle on it because I started way back when, a couple of years ago, I started this book. I thought, oh, N.T. Wright. He's got a whole series, a whole big book on a Paul. And it probably inspired me to do what I've been doing the last couple of years. But I started reading that book. I'm like, well, this guy's a scholar. He's, he's a, you know, a guy that really knows stuff, right? And he can probably look up a lot and take hours and hours of studying the culture of the times and try to estimate it bring in other characters that lived at the time and what was going on with different groups and Josephus is a famous guy that wrote a lot of stuff so they'd like to tie that in and it all gets all complicated right so I, I think I probably put about 30 40 hours of reading I mean his stuff is intensely packed in there and I, I always kind of like to joke about how you read his stuff and and he's going off on a little bit of a tangent possibly right it's all interesting stuff but then he'll like kind of like after a page or two he's like well um this volume you know would just be so huge so I've, i'll save this for some other book or something so he just kind of stops talking about it and then i look at it i'm like well you, you talked about it for like two pages this book is like 1,600 pages, so it's like, is it really going to knock you out? Is it, you know, are you on a page limit? Like you can't go over 1,610 or something, so if you spend two more pages, you'll be at 1,612, you know? Is it really going to knock you out to, to finish it, right? Is there a lesson here for me? I just said the words, finish it. <laughs> That's what I need to do. But um, uh, that's N.T. Wright. And he the, the, the chapter he picked as his first book, his first book to analyze was Philemon that Paul wrote. And he goes on and on, all these details. 
and today I realized I I just don't think that's the intent of these letters is to analyze the crap out of it. You know? I mean I to spend twenty minutes reading and thinking about something and trying to understand what might be going on. Hey, good morning. Um, Halloween day. All right. You're getting getting ready. All right. Um, So, so he, it's like, do we, was this, this is just a letter Paul wrote to, to some guy and a couple of, it turns out there's a couple other people on copy and um, yeah, just simple. I don't know, 20 verses talking about a dude that Paul got to know. And what and I I see humor stuff when I read it this morning, and I don't think this is in N.T. Wright's book, but he's reading it like an academic, right? So I guess I'm sort of seeing some clarity on the way a lot of the religious community treats the Bible is this deep dive academic stuff. And you can watch a YouTube podcast, you can do a lecture, you can do some training. And, you know, and, and, and T's an English guy, so he'll, he'll talk and you'll listen. He's probably got dulcet tones, the real, he's probably got the real, the real thing, the real English dulcet tones, not this American's version of dulcet tones, not, not mine. So bow down to N.T. Wright, you know, he's, he's the man. Well respected, does his stuff, but it's all it's all academic. And you read the thing, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is a one. It's like you can read this whole letter in like five minutes or less, and the dude writes pages and pages and pages. I'm like, honestly, I mean, back up, NT. And and I've already discovered it. I've thought about it. like, there's no editor. Paul writes a letter. I don't think he's he probably. He, you can read it in five minutes. He probably wrote it in 60 minutes. And yet, you analyze the crap out of it. Now, I understand that there's a lot of things going around and they're interesting to know about, maybe to get clarification. But I, I just can't see it being that important. And that's just me. And so I'm sorry if the listener, if you, if you love that stuff, great. I kind of like it myself, but I'm like, like it can't be the intent. So the the big takeaway or good thing I I uh, picked up on this morning, a little humorous, was um, he said that this one guy, I think it's one Simus or however you pronounce his name, the letter's basically appealing to Philemon to either let the guy come back to Paul and hang out with him. But apparently he was like, he had a relationship with uh, Philemon and he was either a slave or some, basically it says he was a slave. But uh, so basically he worked for this guy and he, and it looks like he ran away or somehow ended up with Paul. <laughs> and Paul makes the uh, statement. This is what I thought was so funny. It's like, well, this guy was useless to both you and I. You, <laughs> he was... But now he's useful to both of us. So I thought, ah, ah, what a, what a, that, that could be a word of encouragement for you today. 
if you ever feel like you're useless, right? Right? So we don't always have to be useless, right? We can actually um, change, right? This guy, guy met Paul. Paul did some good stuff. Paul, Paul appreciated what he was doing in Rome while he was in prison. And he sent him back to this guy. So he was at one time useless, and now he's useful. So do you feel useful? Or do you sometimes feel useless? So like if you're if you have mood swings, occasionally moody, then you might feel useless. Like I'm kind of a little bit in that mood right now. But it doesn't have to stay that way. So that's probably the big positive thing out of the whole book. The whole book is is not what N.T. Wright says. You know, it's like N.T. Wright says a lot of stuff about the book. And I'm guessing uh, after all those 40 hours that I read of him talking about Josephus and what was going on at the time and what Paul had for breakfast that morning while he wrote the letter um, and how many chains did he have and what was the humidity in his cell room and what was the dew point. <laughs> but yeah, after, after N.T. Wright did all that, I don't think he made the most obvious observation or a obvious observation. I don't know. I don't, I really don't think he talked about it. And I think that's like the most practical, one of the most practical takeaways in the text, but that's for me, right? So this, this, this emphasizes the point of not teaching what it says, what it means, Let's just read it. It's not that hard. It's like going to the gym again. It's like, oh, I can't. People that don't work out or go to the gym, there's this huge mental barrier to, to just get to the gym, which is often called, could be called limiting beliefs, right? Could be called that. It's like, oh, I can't go to the gym. Oh, it's I got to sign up. I got to fill out paperwork. I got to do a contract. I got to sit down and talk to somebody. I don't know. What, what plan should I get? Should I get this with the towel, off the towel? With a locker, no locker, blah, blah, blah. With uh, shampoo, no shampoo. With this, blah, blah, blah. But with a class, no class. Without a class, you know. So there's all these things. With a trainer, without a trainer. A trainer once a week, trainer three times a week. All these decisions. But I, I look back on it. I'm like, yeah, it took a little bit of time to get through that initial sign-up stage. There's a little bit of barrier. They try to knock down the barrier as much as possible because they want to make it easy. So for your business people... Make it easy for your customers to sign up. And it's probably more complex than that. And there's probably some good marketing words in there. Marketing strategies by making things easier. That's part of your, your um, build of a story brand is there. Like the brain doesn't want to think too much. Right? So make it easy. Clarify the message. And uh, so I guess N.T. Wright really isn't sending a message in his book. His book's not about clarification, really. It's more information overload on Philemon. So is that a criticism of N.T.? And I'm like, not really. I'm not criticizing. I'm just saying it's not for me. I, and I guess this is part of my growth is on inclusion. Because I want all of us to be together. All of us have the same idea. I'm still processing that. Let's all be together. Can't you be like me? You know, 
but some of us, you know, oh, you're not like me, so what are you doing? You must be wrong, you know? Like, no, you're just different. So people like their NT rights. They love sitting too. I've talked to them. And it's a luxury to, in many ways. If you have the luxury to do that and invest time, read it, you'll increase in knowledge. But life's shorter, right? We know that, and especially for older people. So how can I love people today? How can I, in my relationships, be kind? And I'm pretty good at it. Here's a guy emptying a garbage can. If I was close to him, I'd probably say hi to him. You know, be polite. And that's part of the walking in the spirit, is that love, patience. And where does my internal joy come from today? So when I get a little moody, I'm not having strong internal joy. And uh, so that's that. And well, I guess we always look at people and compare ourselves. Like, are we? What does it mean to like? Oh, I'm doing better than that person. Oh, I got that. That's all that accumulation of stuff that we do, or accumulation accumulation of experiences. Right? Experiences are good. A lot of people talk about that. There's some people are different. They love experiences. And how do you collect experiences? I guess. I guess you collect them with photos and things. But we're a vapor, right? That's all in our head. There's so much in our head. And it's the present. It's what do we tell ourselves? That's what I'm doing. I'm being challenged in what I'm telling myself today. Because I'm not, I'm not telling, it doesn't matter what I'm saying, but it's like I'm not I'm not really telling myself good you know, things. And it's like, they're probably, I mean, in some respects, you could say, well, that's not true. You know, if you just get it out there. So I guess it's starting to sound like a psychology podcast but it's my own therapy i suppose and really i'm, I'm about to, a few minutes away from putting the dog back and uh, i was I, I lied to myself i didn't really lie to myself and i thought i would cut this podcast off but i just can't help myself i'm gonna have it so if you listen this far congratulations to you i don't know you get a prize what kind of prize do you get i don't know <laughs> yeah in a weird, strange way, you're showing love to me, even though it's I don't get it, so to speak. I don't get feedback. I mean, I look on the Anchor FM and I say like, "Oh, who did anyone listen to that stuff?" You know, I get like ones and twos, ones and twos, and that's where the feedback comes from. If I'm getting ones and twos, it's just not that interesting. But that's okay. Because Bud needs to be walked. And I guess I am selfish because I'm abusing the listener by chatting. But it's a fine art. It's like this is this is expensive art. And, and what I mean by expensive, you're not paying anything for it. Except for your, your brain cells. So you're, you're expending a lot of brain cells to figure this out on this journey. So this is costing you. This is so one. You can 2x speed it. Go ahead. And uh, I don't know. You check in. There can't be that many people doing this stuff. I mean, not in the way I do it. So, um, yeah. So I guess if you're using brain cells and you're investing time, that's loving, you know, you're expending that. I don't see it, right? 
thank you for listening. And um, yeah, maybe if it was planned, it just wouldn't work. I don't know. But I'm really curious about this comment about don't call me when you're walking a dog. And uh, there'll probably be a point where it's like, don't podcast when you're walking the dog. And that'll be the end of this this wonderful series known as Buddy's Owner's uh, Arizona Schnoodle Walks. Yeah, yeah. That'll be the end of this series. I don't know when it is. I don't know when that ending's going to be. But uh, I, I gotta, maybe I'm emotionally preparing myself for for change for that kind of change. And uh, but I don't know. It's like a. It's not like another personality to me. And this podcast is a certain expression of who I am. And maybe it's like the most raw version of myself. The most transparent. So if I start doing some other kind of podcast, it becomes more about a focused discussion, a focused, a focused, um, so what, and a focused what now. And this isn't. And do we all need that in our lives? And maybe, I guess maybe I'll learn from the master at the book CEO. She's uh, rebranded her tequila and sunshine, which is still out there, tequila and sunshine. But she's moved on. And I don't know, maybe in her heart, maybe her emotions, she's like, yeah, let's just leave the tequilas out there because that like records a stage in her journey, her hero's journey. So she's got that as tequila and sunshine. But she's rebranded into something more focused on publishing, which is great. But I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if she's like six months from now. You know, I, I kind of feel like in a tequila and sunshine mood podcast. Morning. So if she feels like in a tequila and sunshine podcast, then, then she, she's got a, a channel to do that. She's got a platform. Just go do a tequila and sunshine. Did I say that enough? Did I say tequila and sunshine enough? More than seven times, I think. So yeah, so that's kind of a, a podcast that's probably on hold while this new thing starts, which is great. But it's just part of my heart. I just think, you know, buddies walk, walking bud. It's been a, it's been a good time. But what? Bud's going to another house. We can't go to the house, Bud. Can we? No, we we ain't got time. We haven't got time. Bud's kind of showed some interest in going to this other house. Normally, I would like to let him do it, but I got got a late start this morning, which is okay. Give myself some grace. Maybe I need some extra sleep. And get up at five a lot, and that's that's that um, space thing. So when two people occupy space, you kind of adjust yourself to somebody else, and that can get tiring. So a little space is it's good. 
Um, so back, yeah, so back on the what is this, so what, now what, there'll be future podcasts that uh, do different things. And uh, I may or may not do one. <laughs> Change, we'll just go with it. If it happens, it happens. If it's meant to be, it'll be meant to be. And, uh, yeah. So, I probably have to feedback later how my phone call experiment is going to go. So, I'm minutes away from getting myself settled into the house and making the phone call to the gentleman who told me, I don't want to talk to you while you're walking the dog. Just, it's like in his head. I mean, I have a feeling it's more in his head. So the, the condition of the listener, and maybe this isn't surprising because with podcasts, you can listen to somebody at any time. So, I mean, there's certain situations you're like, okay, now is the time to listen to this podcast. So you've got yourself, you have yourself in a position to listen. And you know you're asking for it. You're asking for this experience, and you probably there's consistency is good. So whoever's listened to this is not a surprise that we've gotten here because it's consistently random. <laughs> but there's some good thoughts today. So what's the, the space and the what we're saying, the communication panels, the listening, how we consume information, how information is presented. Is it academic? Is it NT right um, information or is it my observation, simple observation in five minutes? Hey man, that guy used to be useless. I bet he didn't want to hear that either. Right? He used to be useless. But now he's useful. So he probably feels better. They don't really describe, like, what is the difference between how did he go from useless to useful. So now that's two things in this series that I hadn't noticed before. At least I don't think I have, right? One was Philippians 2, where Paul's just praising Timothy up and down and there's no one else. Only Timothy looks after your own interest, looks after your interests. But oh, guess what? I'm sending you Epaphroditus. <laughs> and that wasn't edited out. That wasn't edited out. And then we get today's Philemon. This guy was useless at one time. But we don't have to be useless all the time. Forever. So we, I guess we have to make ourselves useful. How about that? And that's kind of a, a mystery. So we're home. I'm going to put this uh, podcast to bed. And we shall call it, we shall call it something. We'll figure it out. Mystery podcast title. 
You know it. But I don't know. How about that mystery, huh? You know the title of this podcast. But I don't know the title of this podcast. I think it's going to, oh, yeah, I'm going to call it the test. Phone test somehow. All right, everybody. Grace, peace, and mercy. It's all about you. It's your, you're the hero. I have my hero's journey and I'm reaching out to the guide and I have to guide myself sometimes too, as you do. So bye-bye.